This podcast is brought to you by Clean Cup Coffee, 100% organic, non-GMO coffee delivered straight to your door. They're not just coffee beans. They got all sorts of coffee products from soaps to candles. Place your order today at cleancupcoffee.com. You got any questions or comments while you're listening? Feel free to use the hashtag RacesRecap. If you want to see the video versions of this podcast, check it out at RacesRecap.com. Look forward to chatting with you. Hey there, what do you say there? It's the green team being joined by a slew of people today. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I am Justin. This is Diana. Introduce yourselves. I'll jump in here. I'm Erin from Season 28. What's going on? <laughs> We're happy to have you. James Earl is in the house. James Earl's here too. Sorry, that was getting distracted a little bit. And and joining us to recap this whole episode is Carissa from Chris. the Cheerleaders, season twenty-seven. <laughs> Four members from the season twenty-seven family, and Aaron joining us from the current season. Aaron, I'm representing the new kids on the block. <laughs> Y'all are representing like yeah. from the get-go, and I love it. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, uh, all of you, for taking the time out to join us. This is really cool. We're uh, really excited. This is only the second live episode we're ever doing. And, and there's uh, like 30 people on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I think that's impressive. I we're, think so, too. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun. We're having a lot of fun here. Um, so, all right, season 28, episode 2 starts off with some craziness. But before we get to that, let's go back to season 28, episode 1, the biggest question that we have for you, Aaron, I know you want to straighten this out from the beginning, so let's yes. do it right from the get-go. Why were you guys talking about taking a penalty on the first episode? This is the biggest scare that every fan <laughs> had. I'm kind of glad we did it, honestly, because people are really talking about it, and uh, there are a lot of theories out there. And I watched you guys last week. I was so impressed, by the way. Aww. I was telling James Earl, like, your hypothesis about like what was happening behind the scenes, a lot of it was really accurate. Um, so with this puzzle on this roadblock, uh, and Diana was very um, adamant about being upset with me. <laughs> was I'm like, sorry. This is not the Amazing Race America. This is Amazing Race Canada. Okay, here's my thought process. All right. so we're down in this cave. I was actually working with Kurt for the first probably 20 minutes we were down there. Um, you didn't see that, but there were two masks that we got in our sandbox. One was blue and one was white. Um, through, like you guys probably know, a really crazy game of telephone down there. Um, mm -hmm. Jessica and a couple of other teams were saying, the blue set's not getting approved. The blue set doesn't work. So... I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to waste my time on the blue set. So I was working on the white set. Kurt and I realized that there were duplicate pieces. We were both kind of comparing pieces. I was looking at his pieces. He was looking at mine. Producers were like, you guys can't swap pieces because uh, we thought. That was my question. <laughs> yeah. That was my yeah. question. I was like, maybe, maybe the trick is like they have to work together and like just swap pieces and between two people you get two masks done. But mm -hmm. that no, you had to use your own pieces. But by the time we had had that conversation with the producer, Producer, we had already been like our hands had been in each other's pieces and I really think that Kurt accidentally grabbed one piece I can tell you it was 
this jaw of that mask. I know that I had it, and all of a sudden it was gone, and I couldn't find it. And I looked on the ground, and I looked. Oh, I went back and d dug in the sandbox because you know you think you're absolutely insane by that point. You think maybe an alien had just come down into the cave and stole it. Who knows? You know. And, um, but I actually, after really getting out of there and thinking about it, I, I think Kurt might have accidentally grabbed it. So in my mind, I don't have a way out of there. My, the blue set doesn't work. They've already told me. I don't have the piece. I'm not going to be able to get out. There's no other way. Right. And Sherry was struggling for a long time, and I kind of thought, I was like, well, maybe she dropped her piece in the cave. And if you had, I'm going to tell you, those pieces were the same color as the sand, it was dark down there. It was, like, impossible. So I thought, you know what, mm -hmm. the only way I'm going to get out of here is if we foot race out of here. Um, and I kind of have to convince Sherry to do it because I'm not going to get out. Otherwise, I'm going to be last. And, you know, she was digging for a while. I didn't know if she just didn't have her piece, couldn't have found her piece in her sandbox. So that's kind of where my head was at. It was my dad called me. He was so pissed. <laughs> I can't believe you. Give up. You know, and of course the juxtaposition of Jocelyn being like, Aaron will never give up. Oh, it didn't like, The editing and it's like, and then you're like, oh, should we just get a penalty? I love that. I love that editing. Yeah. That. I actually was kind of disappointed that they didn't show more of my frantic puzzle piece looking in the cave because it was pretty insane. But for, I guess there wasn't enough time for that. Yeah. And, um, you know, the drama was in the penalty anyway, so they got that in the episode. So that's kind of what happened. I do like that you're playing strategy, though, the whole time. Like, in your head, you're like, well, I can't get out of here, so if Sherry did this and leaves, I'm out of luck. Yeah, so let me convince yeah. her to run with me. I had like, no <laughs> idea about that. That's, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, you're off the hook. You're kind of off the hook. <laughs> Almost. Almost. Okay. If there's not a bunch leg, you're four hours behind every other team next leg, so you're gone anyway. No, no. And knowing what we did in the next leg, it would have been nearly impossible to catch up. Um, so I'm thankful that that happened the way that it did. And thank God that blue set. That finally, I was like, you know what? I'll try the blue set. Maybe, maybe, just maybe they'll approve it just because they feel sorry for me. Mm -hmm. so, a lot of times they will. You'll be surprised. I yeah, just do, just do a lot of begging and crying and. Yeah. Amigo, amigo, amigo. What I saw on the upcoming episode, there's another cave, and I remember I had messaged you, and you were like, "Oh yeah, well you know there's gonna be more caves," and I was like, "What?" And then I saw the next one looks rough for you, guys. Oh my gosh, honestly, it looks. I really, I'm like nervous watching it. I have like anxiety. I, well, luckily, look, I got out alive. I'm here, <laughs> so that's the that's the positive. But um, that was the darkest moment for me on the race going down. Really. Into that cave. You guys will see it play out, but I know you can't talk too much about yeah. that. But there is one more thing I want to talk to you about. Okay. There's there's a traumatic experience that happened when you were a child. <laughs> yes. And, and you can't and you can't have fish sticks or what's going on? At, you can't yeah. with fish. <laughs> so you guys have probably heard this. I don't know if you've been on any of my social media, but I made a post about it. I'll show you a photo right now. But when I was a kid, I was at the beach. You have a picture? Playing. Yeah, I saw yeah. it on Facebook. My dad documented it. No. So oh, have it. But I'm like freaking out because I feel something flapping in my bathing suit. So I run out of the water and I'm like, Mom, there's something in my swimsuit. She looks and it, she doesn't see anything. And then she's like, you're fine. You're crazy. And so 
I went back into the ocean again, and that thing started flapping again as soon as I hit the water. <laughs> I funny. And I know, and then I come out like I have major trust issues with my mom now, by the way. So, I thought you were going to say with fish, that too. Like. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And then she pulls this little fish out of the lining, and I, my child mind, I it was the worst thing that could oh have my ever God. happened. <laughs> I have the photo right here of my mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is it, caught on film. Oh my gosh, that is such a gem. Oh my god, I love that you have that like on hand and ready. What uh, beach is that? That's in um, I think um, Huntsville Beach in North Carolina. We actually, put, I found it. And we put it on my refrigerator just to remind myself to stay humble. Okay, um, nobody laugh and nobody say anything. Can you talk for a couple seconds so we can see the picture? Because every you showed the picture, we all laugh and I didn't get to see it as good. Right. Okay, there you go. Oh my god, is that what you want to see? <laughs> Yeah, that was that. So I don't touch fish. I don't. I actually did science projects on fish to hurt them when I was in middle school. It's bad. I don't eat fish. Um, and so I just so Jocelyn handled the fish, and she did a great job. So this, is, this is really funny because I don't know if from our season, Danielle I'm had phobia of YouTube. The link. Yeah, catch up. The so, link is up. Come check she, us out on YouTube. We're live. Come oh, okay, so one of, our, one of our castmates had a phobia of ketchup, so that's like an equivalent of a ketchup challenge to her. She probably would have freaked out. A fear of ketchup. Ket like so definitely, de I mean, yeah. definitely a fear so of ketchup. That would have been like kind of the same. <laughs> that's incredible. I also have a fear of belly buttons too, which um, doesn't really come up on the show, thank God, but I don't like touching them or looking at them or even touching my own. It's a couple of weird phobias out there. There's actually a name for that phobia, right? You, I saw it in your blog post. I'm, I'm phobia. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Wild. Wow. So and within the first three episodes, they hit two of your three biggest fears. And in, one, and in one place, we also sleep in a cave. Again, you'll see that probably. So, yeah, it was torture. I was like, Bertram, what is the deal? Okay. He knows how to push the buttons. He knew. He definitely knew. He looked it up. He's like, read. what am I going to do? I'm going to put them in a cave every chance yeah. I get. Definitely <laughs> read the application. I'm excited to see what you guys think about this second episode, though. Right? Yeah. I have some great thoughts, and I loved it once again. I don't know if you're hanging out, but if you're welcome to hang out if you'd like while we recap. But uh, I know I wanted to clear the air and make sure we got the everything you wanted to get out uh, out. Um, and I really yeah. appreciate you using this as a platform. It's awesome. Yeah, I want to. I love you guys. You're you're one of my favorite seasons. I think Jocelyn and I have both been watching. I've been watching since season 17. So you guys are just such an awesome group, all of you. We were rooting for pretty much everyone. Um, so it, we had some big shoes to fill. So I'm glad that um, you guys let me hang out with you for a little awesome. bit. I'm going to get off here. I'm going to okay. watch. Nobody wants to look at me. Um, oh, everyone <laughs> wants to look at you. Nice. But if you have any questions, look at us anymore. me and I'll respond. Awesome. Thank you so much for showing us. Make sure you check out <laughs> check out Aaron and the ladies over at Clever. They're on YouTube. You check them out. They do an awesome show. Really fun and entertaining. And He's so cute. I like love the two of them. I feel I like they, 
they like remind me of like me and Tiffany, like every time they get a clue, they're just so excited to finish something. I, just I, said, I, was like, I was like, I need just like a little bit of that. Just, just a little bit. I'm so, I'm so reserved. I'm just like, yay. <laughs> like you're happy inside, but yeah, <laughs> gotta let it out, Diana. I know that's the way to do it. So we're starting this off, episode off pretty good. Episode two starts off with a nice recap, uh, very quick intros. Uh, no, um, I think it was a full. Was actually, no, sorry, very full. It was a full intro, and then they they all had departing times. But before everybody left, there was a little hello, how you doing at the Met when Blair was. Realizing that she overpacked a little bit. Now, well, here's the thing: everyone overpacks when they go on the race. Like so every bad. single person who has ever raced overpacks. You always ditch stuff along the way. So I can't falter because you don't know. You have no idea what you're getting into. I can't falter, but the blow dryer. I mean, there are blow dryers in every hotel, and if not, then you just rub it and you throw some gel. You know, you like. No, I disagree. <laughs> A blow dryer gate is just, it's like taking over the internet, this blow dryer thing. I just feel like when I wish that was one of the things I wish that we had because whenever we were soaking wet, like when we were in Africa, when we were in India, everything else, like we would have our sneakers in like the hand dryers of the airport. And I was like, that was one thing I wish that we kept just because of stuff like that, like everything was always soaked and things. So people are just thinking of her like being vain and stuff like that. But there's other there's uses. Other purposes. That's true. That's true. And for, and for the air, obviously. But <laughs> and here's the thing too. You have to remember, like people think this is a race. You should just like not even care and look. But if you look like this homeless, like muck, taxi drivers aren't going to pick you up. Yeah, <laughs> don't you mind. No, thank you. It's like no matter how sweaty and without sleep you are, we all took the time to put makeup on like before you left the airplanes and at least make sure that you were you know your flyaways were tucked up so yeah. you're true. on national tv you, you still have time yeah. there's always time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she got a lot of stuff on the internet oh, about silly. that but she did uh, do a packing video where you could see everything that she packed before she left and there is a lot of stuff but then they're really small and hey she is a beauty blogger so of course she's going to bring beauty right. products so i don't and i, I like blair I'm not like a lot of people who find her her voice that gets really grating. I think it's hysterical. It kind of reminds me of Logan and Chris when they would yell at each other. Like you either thought it was really funny or it was either annoying to me, that kind of stuff. Right, James Earl? It's just, it's funny to me. We were doing it before on the phone. We were trying to yell like her. Like, you sound like her. Daddy. I love it. Daddy. All right. <laughs> so we're, we're off to Cartagena, Colombia, the first time ever of the Amazing Race U.S. edition heading to Col Cartagena. Did you know how to pronounce this? Or would you have known? Oh, I had no oh, idea. I'd be like, Cartagena, we're going to Cartagena. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever there was something to read, Tiffany would like throw it at me and I'm like... Cartagena, I would have said it the same way, so... The, the only reason why I knew how to pronounce this because there was a movie... I think it was Romancing the Stone, or maybe it was Jewel the Night. I think it was Romancing the Stone, but it was like a movie with Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner, and they go to Cartagena in Colombia, and they have to recover an emerald. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, Cartagena, I know. I know where that is. I know how to say it. It's in a movie. Uh, so so before, we, before we fly to Cartagena, can we talk about some of the spreads on the times? I don't okay. say it right. That's, some um, of the what? So, like the time, the departure times. Because oh, we have Matt and Dana yeah. who left at 1.42. Tiffany left at 
Tyler and Corey were right on their tails at 143, and I don't think we got to appreciate that the first episode. So they were right there. Really close. And it would have been closer if uh, if their taxi driver didn't have to get out of the car and open the trunk with a key. That was the big uh, thing that slowed them down. So that's and crazy. then on the back end too, Sean Blair left at three oh four, and Aaron and Jocelyn left at two forty five. So that wasn't as close as we thought it was either. Mm-hmm. Half hour. That's why I love seeing that's a lot of time. In the beginning. Yeah. You definitely learned a lot about that. Oh, sorry. Go for it. People in the chat room, Elena said that that's how she knew how to say Cartagena. (laughs) (laughs) You're not alone, babe. (laughs) All right, so we're here at the airport, and this is where I am looking at one of my picks and saying, wow, I picked the wrong two guys. Darius and Cameron. I don't don't know how they made it to second leg and seeing how they are at the airport. They... They literally let every single team uh, get a ticket before them. Yeah, that was really rough to watch. And like I said, you should never be walking on the amusement race. Like, I get stressed out when I see someone just casually walking around. Like, it makes me nervous to even look at that. And they're they're so smart, and you would think – you know, they would be the first ones up, know how to book, but sometimes the book smarts just don't have, you don't have that assertiveness. And they even said it, they're not assertive. So that's going to be a really, really big or problem. Or even just like, you know, like playing chess. I mean, you, you want to have the best pieces and part of those pieces are getting to the front of the airplane or getting the best airplane. I mean, they could, they could almost change what the race is to make it fit their strengths yeah. and just a, yeah. a different outlook. I mean, he Justin stressed me out because he was always, always racing. I mean, like no matter oh, what, I, I what know. Was doing, <laughs> it's like you have to have that mindset. We were clawing over each other every desk we could get because we you all wanted closest to the front, closest to the front. I mean, we were like animals on that plane trying to get the first seat. Like we wouldn't fight over that first seat. Like there was you no know, tomorrow. We would like sit at the gate and all wait. There was no moseying. Or like the- Darius and Cameron though. The one thing that I don't, like, I understand there's troubles, but the frustrating thing and the thing that is unforgivable for them is they left an hour from the pit stop before Scott and Blair, like a full hour and actually 57 minutes. Let me be fair, 57 minutes. And the fact that they weren't even getting tickets by the time that they were, that's just unforgivable. Like you're in the airport. What else are you doing? doing? They really didn't explain it too well, what was going on. They kind of was just walking around. I don't understand. They just they looked at every counter and somebody was at every counter and instead of standing like behind them or trying to go to yeah, another counter, right. they were just like passively like and and maybe that's just editing and there was something that we didn't see, but from what we saw, I was not impressed with my one of my picks, Darius and Cameron there and, and if it that's wasn't a sign really of editing because I watched all the the behind the scenes also and it kind of was just the same thing. They were walking around the airport with those extra clips too, so I don't I don't know. They got to they got to step it up though. Uh, one Definitely. thing that I, one thing that I did like about this is there was four separate flights that were heading yeah. out. And yeah, four. That's insane. I love that. I love that cuz well, there's still so many teams. I mean there was still 11 teams at this point. So this is right. the time that you can do it and really make some separation. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Marty and Hagen also have a hard time getting flights and uh they, I don't know if, if we saw why that they were having so many issues. It was just I think it was late. the ticket man. Sorry, I think it was the ticket man. Like they went to the ticket person and he was just sitting, or was it the he or the she? They had the he. 
No, they had the she, and Scott Blair had the he. Um, I think their woman was just significantly slower, and it matters. Like, it matters that the dude next to you pumps it in real quick at the last four tickets. And also, I feel like Blair was being very assertive. Like, she's very loud, and she's, you know, she wants it done. So it could have been that, too. She was hurrying the person along, so it could have been neither thing. She she worked it. She got those tickets quicker. This is one of those. What it was. This is one of those times where patience is not a virtue. Like no. when you, no, no, I can't, I can't wait for you. Exactly. Like you're going to give me the ticket now before this person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we get to Cartagena. And, Cartagena. Uh, Cartagena. <laughs> Why are we saying it like that? I don't know. It just sounds fun <laughs> to say it. <laughs> Oh gosh. <laughs> and, it's, and it seems like Marty and Hagen have uh, taxi trouble there as well. Uh, Wait, wasn't of- their flight also delayed? Yeah, five minutes. minutes. Yeah, it was a lot. Or ten, 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 ten minutes. Because I want to bring that up later on, but just remember that. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, the flight was delayed ten minutes, and it didn't really make too much of a difference for this. But I like that there's some separation, even though mm-hmm. that, that there's like three teams here, four teams here, five teams here, and they're all separated by like 40 minutes, I think, from the first flight to. Well, like, yeah, we can recap the flights as I wrote it down. The first flight that landed at 8:59, it was uh, Matt and Dana, Tyler and Corey, Bernie and Ashley, and then Kurt and Brody. The second flight, which was at 9:37, was Zach and Rachel, Brittany and Jessica, Sherry and Cole, uh, Aaron and Jocelyn, and then Blair and Scott. The third flight, which was supposed to land at 10, was Marty and Hayden. And then you had a fourth flight, which was at 10:30, a whole hour and a half later behind the first flight, which wow. was just um, Darius and Cameron. Yeah, right, so- but but Zach was going to Cuba though. <laughs> I was like, listen, don't try and pull a Krista. <laughs> so I, 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 yeah, where are we? So I can't even make fun of him on that. <laughs> so we were supposed to head to a uh, the Vulcan Totuma. Totuma. It's a volcano that's full of this therapeutic mud. And what you had to do, is, they asked the question, uh, who who's a hot mess? Which on this uh, season seems to be a couple teams. So a lot of people just jumped right in on this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, so you had to dive in and you made you had to get your whole body covered in mud. That was something you had to do. So if there's any questions about that, some people are like, why were they doing it? Well, you had, had to. to. Uh, and then you had to find a satchel like uh, Indiana Jones. No, you had to find a little pouch that had an emerald. The emerald. hangover. <laughs> hangover. <laughs> and, Emeralds are usually green, so we have to keep that in mind for this episode. I think they're always green. Because <laughs> there was there was some other colored uh, gems that were found during this test. All right. Before we start the red light, can I mention one more thing too? After they landed, there's a shot where they had to blur out um, Tyler's thumb. <laughs> yeah. How essential was that shot? Like the producers are sitting there, and how essential is that one shot that you have to blur it out? No, it was yeah. it's so amazing. Justin's butt crack got blurred out in Argentina when he was um, squatting down to get the, the cardboard. cardboard. So did your mom, James Earl. Remember we needed our group name? <laughs> I blocked that out. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, oh, Denise. <laughs> oh, they should have let that slip. That would have went viral. Like, all the Tyler fans would have been like, oh, it's on Tyler's oh, cheeks. <laughs> I thought that was so cute, though. It was funny. <laughs> I love that stuff. A little butt cleavage. I like that. <laughs> 
So here in this uh, in this challenge, it didn't seem like that was a very difficult challenge, especially for the first couple teams that were there because there was a set number of things hidden. And for the people that got there later, the chances were, were a lot slimmer. So as the, as the later you got there, the harder it was to find. So it just kept getting harder and harder. So the first teams that got there seemed to find it very relatively quickly. Like Eve, as somebody was in and the other one was climbing, they would find it before the other one would get there. So it didn't seem like it took too much time for the first like four or five to to really grab the emerald and get on out of there. I, I do agree with you, but I think this was an exhausting challenge. Like I felt bad for whoever is doing the roadblock because there was a lot of stairs to climb both ways. You're like getting this thick clay stuff, and then you have to swim out like a hundred yards to this clue box, like. Kurt, I think, was the first person to do the roadblock, and he's in pretty good shape. Like, yeah, if you look was, at him, he's in he good shape. He was hopping and puffing. Well, they right. said that it wasn't, it wasn't water. It was actually, like, quicksand. So when you were running towards the clue, you were kind of sinking in. So it wasn't just like, hey, we're running through the water. So they were probably physically exhausted by the time they were done. And even inside the pit, it looked like they were floating. So you probably had to really struggle. And, yeah, and- he said it was 2,000 feet deep, Phil said. Did you hear that? Yeah. Like, but it just looked like when they went down that, like, they just naturally popped yeah, up. So there was probably something that, uh, what's, I don't know, the science. Buoyancy. Yeah, the buoyancy. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the mud um, it was probably light or something. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and during this one, uh, there was a couple people that stood out to me. Uh, I, I It seems like to me, Corey and Ty, uh, Tyler and Corey, whenever they get to anything, they're in it and they're out of it faster than any mm-hmm. other team, no matter what it is. And this was the first little crack that we saw in the new green team's armor. Where Now you saw Tyler's crack. <laughs> <laughs> Second little crack. <laughs> and, and, and Corey found it very quick, but he didn't secure it, and he got out, got a little excited, and dropped it and lost a lot of time. Uh, so this is the first real, like, whoopsie uh, of the green team, but obviously they bounced back and, and did very well from this. How many do you think that, I don't know if we're jumping ahead, do you think that really affected people later on finding it? Do you think there was yes. a certain amount? Because you know Bertram, Bertram probably put, Maybe one more in there. Yeah, they probably put twelve. They probably put thirteen. If I was a guess, there was thirteen yeah. green gems in there. So yeah. that kind of probably did affect it, but we're sure we'll yeah. to that. Probably but. affected Hagen because I mean Hagen's what I'm put in there. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. But people, yeah. I don't know if you heard this. People were saying that Corey should have been had a penalty for dropping it. Did you read that? A lot of people are saying that. No, but it's funny because I said to Justin, part of me felt like he should have had to find that one. You know, like, yeah, I I mean, okay, so what? I lost it. Then let me just go back up and get uh, another one. I feel like, though, if it's not the clue, because it would say, like, when we did the carriage, if you damage it, like, you're done. Like, you have to go back, whatever. So it probably... No, but, but like to me, that, that should have been part of it. Like if you find one, that's yours. You have to keep that. Just like for the puzzle, I'm sure there was something that said you have to have every, you know, like your 13 puzzle pieces. Oh yeah. Like ours did too for the slide puzzle. They were like, if you break one piece, you lose one piece. Like you're done. Right. Right. That's true. I mean, I just feel like that would have been fair. Like, all right, I lost the dupes. Let me just go find another one. I mean, trust me. He is one of my picks. He's green team. They're the reason why I'm wearing my, my, um, my onesie tonight. So I'm very glad that things uh-huh. worked out for them. But as a, as a fan and as a racer, I feel like they should have had to have find it. 
Well, there was one thing that uh, somebody did write about, so let me bring it up, and I will go back to when Dana was talking about getting engaged uh, to Matt and being uh, kind of forcing him into the engagement, being engaged for three years, and then she does this this uh, slick eye roll in the cab. It's kind of uh, almost, a, if you watch it, it's like a foreshadowing of this is going to be the episode when they start to clash. So you start to see it, and they start to little pepper it in, like, okay, she's a little ticked. And like I said in the first episode recap, if there's going to be a spice added on this team, that she's going to be the one to set this one off. And, and Oof, I, I love it. I love <laughs> of course you love it. It's the little <laughs> Italian girl getting spicy. Why when she you was love? on that chair later, we'll get to it. Ooh, <laughs> I was loving her. Uh, so they did, with, they did that with Cameron and Darius too. If you notice the foreshadowing, they were like, "No mistakes today, no mistakes." And I'm like, right. "Here we go." Yeah. <laughs> they say that. I'm like, you know where this is going. We know. Well, for a third one too, we can point out Marty and Hayden had the same edit when they were like, "You know, I'm used to being in an airport. I did the tickets all the time, oh, and my cut to her having difficulties yeah. getting the tickets." They love it. Like you have to watch your words because they will turn them on you. That's right. It's like I'm athletic, and then you're on the floor. So. <laughs> <laughs> we had a couple athletes on last season I definitely remember hearing about that uh, uh, another, yeah. <laughs> another, another thing people talked about was Blair uh, Daddy do you have anything I can wear as a bathing suit that isn't a thong I'm like come on I know she was unpacking getting rid of things but how heavy is a bathing suit she probably didn't know that like you don't know what to get rid of like I remember sitting there and not yeah, but it's the first leg. I mean, like, I like if you have four pairs of pants, okay, I can get rid of two. I mean, if you have one bathing suit, let me hang on to that. Yeah. It's, you know, like, I could probably fold it up really, really tiny and, and, and jam it in my bra cups for all I – I mean, that's I where I put mine. I feel like a couple people got rid of theirs because I was looking at a lot of girls that some people had sports bras and shorts on. I think – I don't know if one of the models did too, so maybe they were just like, hey, let's get rid of some stuff and – I don't know. Well, I'm pretty sure I saw one of them said you had to wear like a bathing suit or a bathing suit equivalent. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's why they just, a lot of them did that. And uh, would you have been like Rachel and saved her? Would uh, would either of you have been so generous or would you have said, hey, that's going to slow have. them down? I would have. I, no, I think I would have because I wouldn't want anybody to ever go out in a thong on national TV. With their dad. <laughs> so Here's the thing, in the second leg, I think it's easy to go, yeah, we would have helped them. Let's fast forward and pretend this is leg nine. Oh, heck no. Oh, no. Five to no. Five, would you have helped? No. Mm, sorry. They'll just blur it out. Well, it depends if you're trying to get the green team out. I mean, then that's... If Justin, if Justin asked me for my bathing suit, no. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about the bathing suits? We're not going to bring this up. <laughs> oh, they, didn't, they didn't have little white ones to wear? Okay. I was When I saw them in their own bathing suits, I literally was like, oh, well, no. After all that we went through. I'm not saying anything because I hear that there is a gold bathing suit that they all have to get I'm, in. I'm waiting to say it. So I'm not going to say it. You saw it in the trailer. You saw Sherry and Cole pulling off those itty-bitty gold ones. <laughs> I was like, I'm from Staten Island. I like that. So <laughs> give me that. I'm not the white one. 
right. So the, another thing that stood out in this task to me was um, Ashley kicking Dana in the face. I thought that was a good one. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. She was like, oh, watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she got kicked in the face. But relatively, uh, other than uh, Corey dropping it uh, they were, and uh, a couple people mistaking uh, different colored gems for emeralds. Uh, there really wasn't too much to this task. Uh, what do you guys think in general of this task? I just thought it was like a really fun thing to watch. I thought visually it was fun. It was entertaining. Um, I think it was definitely a little bit harder than we think it is. Like James Earl was saying, I think it probably took a lot out of them. Um, I like it. It's easier to no. It's just it's easier to watch. I like that they made him jump in the water afterwards to clean the mud off without being, you know, they made it part of the task. Like, hey, go get clean now. Run out to the ocean. <laughs> see, see, but I, I would have rather liked to see another connection with the Emerald. Like, if Emeralds are in Columbia, all right, you have to find it, and now you have to, you know, go to a jeweler and... I, they're not going to let you really do it or like weigh it and measure it or, you know, carve it out. Just something like we did with the Peta and like stuff we brought it to the candy store and yes. India and stuff like yes. that. Like multi-step with what you had yeah, to do. Like, I like find, that too. It, find it, you know, and turn it into a ring or something instead mm -hmm. of like, it was like in a mud pit and then you swam out and then that's it. Yeah. Do you know they had to put, I read somewhere that they put like covers all over the taxis in the back of the taxi. There was oh, like a tarp over it. Look, they were more taxis. Yeah, they were. And I think they were yeah. for a reason. It's because they knew how gross and dirty they were going to be this episode. Yeah, I yeah. think that was a big one. So uh, Brody and Kurt uh, do oh, really no, well. No. Sorry. I'm like, then why would Marty? <laughs> I know. I know. They were marked already. Yeah. I know. Uh, Brody I and Kurt. They were marked for more safety reasons though, no? Yeah, but still, but okay. if you have a marked taxi, then why not oh, take no, no, it no, with no, you? Yeah. You know? No, yeah. I think it's because there, there used to be, or there, there still is a lot of kidnappings in Colombia, and right. they wanted to be just help with security. See, yeah, Probably security. cheaper with insurance as well, uh, which is, <laughs> I mean, it's a big deal yeah. for the show. I mean, insurance is a lot of money. So Kurt and Brody have finished the detours uh, first. I mean, finished the roadblock first, and they head to the detour. Pop up Oparia. Uh, looking at pop up Oparia. Pop up. You have to set up like a canopy on a beach using these wooden poles and like a mesh type of fabric. And Oparia is to cook fish, uh, like three fish dishes. Uh, traditional style on the beach. It's kind of frying fish on the beach. Uh, first glance at it. Which one would you have picked, James Earl? I would have, I think mom and I would have picked pop up. When I talked to her about the episode, um, both of us immediately said that one. We just think cooking takes time. Like you can't make a fish trip quicker, but you can set up a tent quicker. So that's what like our mindset was. What about you, Krista, being uh, short, short and athletic? Really? <laughs> I'm so short and athletic. I'm five foot nothing. Uh, I absolutely would have done the fish. There's no doubt about it. I think Ashley said she was standing on the chair on her tippy toes and couldn't reach. I'm five foot one not really but almost so um yeah there there's no way there we couldn't we probably couldn't even reach this cast is huge they're all so tall so, i i, I would have wanted to do the tent which one would yeah, you do? yeah so, i would have built so tent, tent is where where we would have gone and it mm -hmm. seems like the first group of people that got there all all of them went and picked pop up uh, brody and kurt tyler Corey, dana matt 
Bernie and Ashley, and then uh, Zach and Rachel. We mm. clue Zach and Rachel. Oh, where were they building it? Uh, my, my teams did not do too well. They this, just, uh, there was no, like, urgency again. It was just like, oh, maybe we just do it right here. Come on! I have some thoughts about that. Are we going to talk about that now? Because I have some major thoughts about that. We're talking about this um, detour, so talk, jump okay. in. First off, I want to start with the detour. I do think it was a limited space detour that they just didn't tell us on TV. Because if you looked, I'm really sure there was only six spots for the pop-up and six for the per Perilla, Perula, whatever the hell it was. Perilla. I do think it was limited. So I think that may have played into some of the later people's choices just because there were no spots left. Um, Zach and Rachel were a hot mess and this the detour and the only reason i say that is for two reasons and i hate being i hate pretending because mom and i weren't perfect and i'll be the first person to admit that but you get there and then let me make sure i say this right <laughs> they got their fifth to this to this they got their five, fifth and four other people are already doing this so if you're looking one two three four they're connecting to make a giant tent and in your clue, it says net to make a giant tent. So there are yeah. two things that should have clued you in. And then you just build it off to the side, and that just didn't make sense to me. I think they were so frantic. They just were not even looking at their surroundings. And like you said, it was so such a small space, it's hard not to look around. But I feel like whenever you get to a task, you kind of have to take it all in and look what's going on before you start and read your clue. Oh so not do one thing. Uh, read your clue. So since the first group, uh, a whole, the whole first group went to pop-up, we'll talk about pop-up. Uh, do you think the uh, Tyler and Corey method of finding the thickest poles made a difference? They really made an effort to find the thickest pole. <laughs> I'm trying to get a little gross right now. That's not you. <laughs> No, they were saying the thick <laughs> poles, thick pole, thick pole. They were pointing no, no, at all. <laughs> I didn't know if that played into them finishing faster because they did this yeah, faster than anybody. Thicker poles. I mean, when you have. <laughs> Wait, guys, did you see the behind the scenes that Brody and Kurt actually went there first before getting their clue? Oh no, I didn't see that. It, yeah, so they wasted more time doing that too. Did you see that? Yeah, they took the cab straight into the place. Yeah, they did with um, Cameron did. So they actually wasted more time. So Corey and Tyler actually blew them away even more than that. Yeah, every test that they get to, they seem to be getting in and getting out. They're very focused. They work well together. I, they, I, they're best friends. They've been around each other, work together. They, I don't think they ever get into a serious fight with each other. No, they're, they're solid. They're a solid team. Well, here's the thing. I said it all the way back in, like, November when I saw the live feed. Like, those two take the time to read all that additional information, and they do it slowly. Like, they're not rushed. So, like, those are people who are focused, and they're on the same wavelength. I don't feel like they're ever going to yell at each other. So those, that's just, like, all the things you need. It's like the perfect storm to be a great racer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, really quick, Seth in the chat room said, Tyler and Corey's completion of the detour was about as quick as Tiffany and Krista owned Passe's French rap song. And I would have to agree with that. <laughs> All right, now here, here we are. You could talk about Dana and Matt, where Dana is now getting a little spicy and too deep. And the worst part is she was 100% wrong. But go ahead. What? She? she was not wrong. You she can't twist it. The wrong way. Yeah, she said you can't twist it. Yeah, look, go like this. There it is. I twisted it. 
Did we see yeah, that on TV, though? I don't think we ever saw that. Before. You don't need to see it. Have you ever dug anything in the sand? Nothing stays in the sand that you can't twist. Yeah, but that was deep, and that was extreme. Do you know how deep they had to dig that and how thick the mud was? I think they tried to turn it and couldn't. She was right. I think they had to take them out and twist it again. I read one of her comments. Okay, there you go. That's it. Don't, don't come for us. <laughs> <laughs> what is this us? Uh, so you're doing that mad all the way? I don't know. No, I love that too. I love them both. But <laughs> I understood where she was. I think she was just in the heat of the moment. They were doing it for hours. They wrote like they were exhausted, you know. Listen. People bicker, Justin. Thank you. Mr. Harrisonic said that the poles on top prevented from twisting. And that's what I said to Justin. Pardon my um, infographic. But if the pole is like this, right, and you have the other one here, yeah, have you have it. to like pick this up, twist it, and then you have to rearrange all these other poles to now go in the opposite direction. So you you did have to... No, because they already had something built that had poles going this way and poles going this way. So instead of hooking it up to the poles going this you way, you know, hook it up to no, the poles going this way. There were thinner men. pieces. There were, men. There were pieces. <laughs> there were like thinner Lack sticks of communication. He's the typical man. He thinks he's right. <laughs> I think I'm right. All right. Okay. So uh, before doing this one, uh, the, there was a speed bump for Scott and Blair to help oh, the local fishermen pull in a net. And uh, Elvis is coming up. After seeing oh, last is, year's. Wait, okay. are you talking about the picture, the speed bump picture? Oh, I was going to go oh, into okay, the picture. Yeah. Oh. Uh, after seeing, after seeing last year's Tanner and Josh bring back the epic speed bump, I thought they were going to continue with these epic speed bumps. What mm. did you think about this speed bump? Uh, it wasn't even something that they had to do alone. They were getting help from local fishermen. Do I think it was the easiest? No. Do I think it was the hardest? No. But I would have liked to see something that was a little more challenging. I felt like, yeah, of course, like I said, it's definitely harder than what we see, but I just felt like they were getting help from other people. It, it, I like it when you have to do something on your own and you don't rely on anyone else. And somebody else noticed the speed bump sign in the chat. All right. I don't yeah. know if you I noticed. noticed it. I did. <laughs> Here we go. The speed bump sign was made with spray paint, and it's not even the right symbol What's going on, Amazing Grace? I noticed it too. It was different. <laughs> but, but Josh and Tucker didn't even have a speed bump. Song. No, this is like here's the thing. Like here's they the thing about the speed one. bump. Um, I just felt like it should have been like either it was a lot harder than they showed on TV, or it's just right. kind of a meh challenge. And I'm hoping it was the the first because like at one point in time it showed Scott's hands and his hands were like bleeding during the speed bump, which makes me think there's a little bit more to it that we just didn't get to see on TV. Well, I know they said they couldn't move the rope at all until the waves come in. So they had to wait for a wave to even pull it in and they had to find a specific fish. So if the amazing race didn't like plant those fish, then they actually had to wait till the net caught one of those fish, which was the catch of the day. And this is where Blair uh, gets into a, a shrie <laughs> shrieky Blair mode. Oh, goodness. And is really scared to pick up this fish. She was channeling Erin's fear. What a fish problems. I know. There's a lot of issues with fish. Are wow. either, do either of you have any kind of fish fears that uh, would have come into play? No, in this I love fishing. 
The only fear I have in life is Octopi. So unless we have to deal with that, I'm good. <laughs> All right. So uh, on to the frying fish. They seem to do this one relatively without any problems, just a, a certain a time task that it's going to take X amount of time and you find it. So they do that and move on. And it's to going on to parilla, which is the frying the fish in the style of uh, the Colombian barbecue, beach barbecues. And uh, we find out that here Aaron hates fish because the one time when she was a child at base camp, <laughs> she got a, a fish caught in her bathing suit. And if you were just joining us, she told the story earlier in that the broadcast. Picture is, that picture is everything. And she showed us a picture of when she was a child <laughs> with the fish. And that's uh, earlier in the broadcast. So when we're done, the video will be automatically What's up. What's it called, Brit? Watch it again. <laughs> uh, oh, and Brittany cut her finger. Yeah, I think it was Jessica. But it might no, have been Brittany. Brittany. Brittany? Okay. cut her finger. No, it was Brittany. That was Brittany. Okay. Yeah. Brittany, Brittany cuts her finger with the knife. And one thing that I've learned about these two, one, by hanging out with them at the premiere, and two, by interacting with them on social media, is that they are very, very, very sarcastic. So a lot of the times that they're saying things, it's meant in a sarcastic way. And because they're so sarcastic, they say it in a tone that's not very sarcastic, which doesn't make sense. No, I get it because I am sarcastic. I understand what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Because as you're saying, I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. But it kind of I just think they, I think they need time to grow on people. I think that they, had, they didn't get a lot of airtime this episode. I think the first episode – maybe the editing wasn't so much in their favor by some of the things that were said. So I think hopefully the next episode we'll get to see them more and maybe, you know, they'll learn to, uh, you know, the fans will learn to adapt to them more because they really didn't get any airtime right now. See, I don't even think they got airtime the first episode because they ran middle of the patch both episodes. And yeah, when you the run middle, middle of the patch, the middle doesn't get any airtime. Yeah, in the beginning. Uh, so Marty and Hagen get to the clue box and they decide for some reason to run two and a half miles to this place. Well, this is the thing that you see them starting to run and they ask the local, like, where is this place? And the woman, you know, just does one of these and they didn't ask like the next question, which should be how far. How long? I mean, we ask that Quantos minutos. Right, all the time. Like, can we walk? I mean, even if like you just, yeah, it's that direction, but you don't know how far. You don't, don't even give them the option of can I walk? Quantos minutos? Because how they long? Say, yeah, they always say it. They're like, yeah, yeah, not that far. And you're like, right. okay, so right. you need like a, a time. Like, no, like how far is it? Because I remember the Copa Cabana Beach, they were like, yeah, not far all the way down. And we were running miles. So you right. can't <laughs> depend on that. You know, they'll tell you here, yeah, it's all down the block. Yeah, it's not you far for them. For them. Please. Here's my thoughts about this situation. And I feel like Marty and Hayden had a lot of bad luck building up to this. They had, you know, the lady that didn't get them quick tickets. They had the taxi driver that was really just putt-putting the whole way. And it frazzles you. And once you get frazzled, it's hard to get out of that zone. But if you have a marked taxi or tuk-tuk or boat or whatever you have, it's marked. Hold on to that for dear life. Like, just hold on to it for any future racer out there. Unless it's a taxi driver you're having to pay, like, by the minute, like, just keep yeah. them with you because you're never going to be wrong. If you hit a bank and they're like, I can't drive past that, that's when you get out and run. 
No, so unless your says clue says to walk on foot, you take the taxi. Yeah. Unless it specifically says walk, you take the taxi. Right, Justin? I think from here on out, if any other team ever makes this mistake again, especially the end of season 27 and the beginning <laughs> of season 28, then you're not a real fan. Um, on a side note, something that we found out that we're looking to possibly pursue is okay so a bunch of people told us that it is against the law for new york cab drivers to deny taking you somewhere like literally against the law yeah it is yeah well no i know well well, we can file a complaint (laughs) it's it's done Are we grabbing at straws maybe we can can file a complaint that this guy costed us and then what? Redo the challenge? No, no. That just you know, no, New York cab for costing us a million dollars. He denied okay, it. Okay, okay. He denied I'm not it. never going against the race. I love Amazing Race. I'm, never, <laughs> I'm talking about New York City cab drivers. No. <laughs> All right, we, we can relive Justin and Diana's mistakes in, in a later time. All right, so, season 28. So Marty and Megan make... Justin's on race to state in New York. I yeah. never want to bring it up. Stop bringing it up. Sorry, I so can't Marty, and, Marty and Hagen pull a Justin and uh, leave the cab. And, <laughs> and they run... Uh, Two and a half miles, which gives Darius and Cameron the time that they need to to catch up and eventually pass Marty and Hagen. And oh, see, Cam, when you're running, man. Yeah, it comes to uh, it comes to a foot race. I think in the beginning, for for first and a foot race at the end, we knew it was going to be one of two teams the whole the whole episode, which mm-hmm. is fine because there's, at least there's drama between two teams. And there was a great race for first place with, with the challenges and the detours. Definitely. Teams overcame each other, which you don't get a lot of in the Amazing Race in the past season. So Tyler and Corey pull through the green team, Team Onesie. Uh, <laughs> Diana's first round draft pick pulls through with a trip to St. Thomas and Corey fulfilled his dreams. He's had three goals on the amazing race uh, to win a leg, to, to get a title uh, episode named, uh, that's a big one. And, and to win the amazing race. And this, and this leg, he got uh, the first place, the next leg, they have the title episode and we don't know, we don't know if they're going to win. And I I just want to say they came in second and first. So that's pretty strong for me in my first pick. I just want to call them out and thank them. And then Kurt and Brody finished in second. Do you guys see a relative, uh, is it, Green team versus orange. Like, <laughs> so you know, funny. Here's the thing. <laughs> alternate, universe. Yeah, alternate universe. I know. I was thinking. <laughs> what are you going to say, James O? Um, I, I think it's hard to say, like, I know the colors are the same, but I think it's hard to say Don <laughs> or Corey or Justin and Diana. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're right. Uh, um, I mean, can I call I it guess- one thing in the in the board right now, Robert Hughes is saying, could they, uh, could Marty and Hayden have taken the other team's cab? No. And I think that Marty and Hayden got a lot of smack for this, but they couldn't. Like, yeah, you see them running by that taxi. It's a marked taxi that has their bags in it. That is just off bounds. Like, there's nothing they could have done at that point other than run and get their tag back. 
So and people that are like, they should have stolen it. They, they can't. They were people, the yeah. People said that like, oh, the cab driver can remove their bags, but no, they can't. No, they the can't. Bags. I don't know why they keep saying because there was that was, one season where the bags were on the outside and then remember they were able to take season that. Season that. The cab driver. Now. The cab drivers can take the bags out. Yeah, but out, not but in a can't, marked cab. You can't ask the cab drivers to take the bags out. Yeah, he was like, he was and like, oh, huh? and two, they're marked cabs. Yeah. So you're you're assigned a cab the entire leg. That was one of the things for us. If we had a marked anything, we always left our bags in because it was marked. We felt comfortable. Leave our bags in there. It's gone, and we were light. Mm -hmm. That's always the way. And it's kill two birds. Nobody can steal because it, it has your bags and it's marked. So I don't think they could as well. So you got. Um, can I have, can I talk a few more things about the detour? I looked at my Absolutely. notes and forgot. There's a few things I forgot to mention. At one point in time, Kurt was chasing on the judge, being like, what's wrong? We don't know what's wrong, oh, what's wrong? Yeah, it reminded yeah. me so much of Krista that I loved it. Do you know what's so funny? Because I was like, can you imagine me and Brody out to dinner just having a conversation? Because we would both just be screaming over each other. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would get a word in or both of us on the same season. We'd be like dragging the judge back and forth, yelling. Oh <laughs> and Justin would be like, me amigo, me amigo, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Diana. No, go ahead. I mean, I, I was just agreeing. Like you said, what's wrong? We don't know what's wrong. Of course you don't know what's wrong. They're not going to tell you what's wrong. We don't know what's wrong. Show me the other 15%. But that's show what me. I did too. I'm like, well, show me. Where's the 10%? Show them bargaining <laughs> with the guys in Africa. Like they're really going to tell me. <laughs> um. One more thought I had too uh, that I thought would have made this lead. First off, the lead was amazing, and I'll recap that when we hit the end. One thing that would have made this lead legendary, and I talked about this with you and uh, Justin and Diana a few a uh, few recaps ago, is I would love to see a U-turn board at a detour where both detours are at the same location. He's thinking the same thing. And here's imagine? the thing, if you put a blind U-turn up, it's gonna get used. And can you imagine like Marty and Hayden versus Cameron and Darius at the end, like racing it out, Marty and Hayden going, we have to get there, we have to get there. Like that would be so much drama. I that I would like, the same thing. Producers, like listen to me, like next time you have that at Those the same location, people. do it. Definitely. Speaking of that, do you think that anybody's going to U-turn anyone? Cause they all seem so Nice. Friendly now. When is it going to get competitive? Thing, I think it's been friendly because no one's been eliminated. I think they, now people have been at the back where you're almost eliminated. They're going to start feeling the pressure. I, you remember our first lead, people were really nice. And even the beginning of the second lead, people were really nice. But once people start getting eliminated and you feel the pressure, you're like, holy crap, if I well, if the I, last person in the mat, I'm gone. Yeah, it's like you almost picture yourself clawing over people that are in front of you to get to the top. Yeah, there was a, yeah there, no, there was a question from Facebook from Michael Jenks. He said, I've noticed there's been little to none, no fighting, whether in inner team or between the teams as the race continues and the stress adds up. Can you guys uh, speak to how you handled the stress with your partners and how it'll grow during the legs? I think the more time that you spend with your partner, the stress just naturally kind of gathers on top of that. And like James Earl was saying, that as people are getting eliminated, the stress increases because you don't want to be anywhere near the bottom. And it just all these stress factors, you're getting closer, which means, okay, we have to be more careful. Everybody's thinking that they have to be more careful. It just stress on top of stress. Can I tell you why Tyler and Corey are my number one? Because I was watching a clip from them 
And when Blair was not eliminated, everybody was shouting and so excited and so happy. And yes, it's the first like, but they were like a little like salty about it. I don't know if you saw it. They were yes. like, they were like, okay, the first like was a love fest, but the second like it's time to go. Like, and that was like, they're there to win. It's competition for them. And yes, like, it's cool to be friends with everyone. Like, we all wanted, nobody, like, I remember seeing Adam and Alex go home. I was so upset. But at the same time, it's like, listen, if you're here to win this competition, people got to go home. Right. And they, when they said that, I was like, they're in it. Like, they're, they're no joke. It's not just a, a big love fest. Like, this is real. Yeah, and, and some of the cool things that you've seen throughout this race, like there was an instance where Bernie was in the cab and he was so excited. Like he's one of the older guys on the race and he's like, going to a new continent. We're going to a new continent. <laughs> so it's like you think, oh, these guys are young internet stars and they're all giddy. But no, this is a grown man who gets giddy because you're on a race. This is a dream come true for everybody. And you've got to understand donkeys, that. The donkeys, they were like, oh, my God, there's donkeys. I feel like he and Diana would have been doing that. Animals, my gosh. Yeah, we're yeah. like, donkeys, stop. Yeah, Mar Marty's in the cab and she's still making fun and when she they got the slowest El cab Rezo. driver and they're like, you know, please sir, we're in El Reso and they get No, she said Pagan said per 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 favor please. I'm like, this is insane. They're so cute. <laughs> just, you see them getting passed by a moped mirror and it's like, oh my god. No, I think they said that goats were passing them. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. That's, That's so bad. There's some other notes that I, I was actually looking at the wrong set of notes for, for whatever reason, so it wasn't really full notes. There was a 45-minute cab ride, so just so you, for, from the taxi, from the airport to the volcano, 45-minute cab ride, and then from the volcano to the next clue was a 45-minute cab ride pretty much back in the same exact direction right near the airport. So there was a lot of long cab rides in this, yeah. which which leads to a lot of stress because when you're taking a cab that long, you don't know if you're going in the wrong direction. You don't oh, know how many teams have passed wow. you. And that's, why, and that's why I wanted to bring that up because a yeah, slow oh, taxi means – it doesn't mean much in a five or ten minute ride, but a slow taxi on a forty-five minute ride that can that could separate you by fifteen twenty minutes. So it's a big deal. Yeah, that's definitely rough to sit through that. And uh, I want to point that I just did because uh, I wanted to go through and I did all of the the timings between things. Mm -hmm. it was a two and a half mile run for Hagen and, and how much was it? Two and a half miles. Oh, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, two. And so the, it was go one way. They ran it at two and a half and do the task at two and a half miles back. I felt so bad for them. Here's the thing, too. The fact that they were on the mat with Darius and Cameron tells me that maybe exactly. there was a 10-minute separation. So mm -hmm. I think the nail in their coffin was not taking that taxi because if you're thinking two and a half miles, let's just say they are just excellent sprinters. Two and a half miles is going to take you at least 22 minutes. Let's say just they are just right. working yet. 22 minutes both ways. I'm going to play a crazy what-if game, though. If their flight wasn't delayed by 10 minutes, do you think that that has anything to do with anything? Could that I think it would have been a cool race to the map. Well, I asked them a question. I asked them on Twitter, and she said the two things that she thinks cost them it was the, the slow the slow taxi mm -hmm. and the, the, the slow person at the ticket counter. So that's the two things that they look at. The cab, I'm, not the I'm cab, not leaving the cab. That was okay. Obviously, that's one that could have done it, but they think that from the get go, from the get go, the first. Yeah, but the ticket counter was the reason you took a plane that got delayed ten minutes. Yeah, so, so you got the wrong plane, then it got delayed ten minutes. So yeah, it was everything. Here's the thing, though, and I'm not saying they're wrong. 
Right. But of those three, there's three things we're talking about. We're talking about a plane ride there, a slow taxi driver, and leaving your taxi. Two of the three of those are out of your control. The third one is in your control. So I think the, the one that is the most at fault, and I'm saying any one of those three oh, of changing, course. any one of those three changing would have kept them in the race. But the one that you had the most control over is the one that I unfortunately fought you for the most. And I loved him. It broke my heart, like I this whole episode. That. Like seeing Hayden like crying during the roadblocks and oh like, Mom, I can't find it, broke my heart. And then seeing them get so defeated once that other taxi drove by them, that just, I mean, it chilled me. Like I was really rooting for them. The second that they left their cab and then they ran, and when they got to the beach, I said, Justin, they're not going to have a cab to get back. And once, I'm sure they knew it, once they saw all the cabs there sitting. They said the it. I know. And I mean, I just, uh, my note was like a heartbroken for Marty and Hagen because that just, I know how that feels to so, know, to pinpoint. Me, like you could have overcome the other obstacles, but the one thing, like you said, James, all that you had the control over will be the thing that sends you home. So the pit stop was at the Plaza Boulevard. Tyler and Corey get there first. They went a trip to St. Thomas, which they say 100% they will not be taking together. <laughs> so a little hot, hot honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> and followed by Kurt and Brody, who were joined on the mat by uh, Bernie and Ashley. So they were really close together, uh, those two. And Dana and Matt had a little hiccup, but still finished strong in, in fourth. Followed by I love the bird moment too. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. I just want to talk like when Dana was running in and that bird like flew up in her face. So she had such amazing little things happening, like the little trip and then that and just she had yeah. so many funny editing things this episode. Really quick, somebody has a comment. Um, Daniel asked, Do you think that Marty and Hagen could have asked one of the cab drivers to like have called their cab and brought it down? Yes. That would have been an Ooh. awesome idea. That's what somebody I said. Can't, I can't think that that's against the rules, and I'm trying to like think through everything. Did, anybody, was an awesome did anybody ever do that before? That's an awesome idea, but there's not there's no reason for to be against that. that no. You're just going to a cab and saying, "Hey, can yeah, you call me a I, cab?" Can that's you actually really good. I don't ever remember that happening, but yeah, I awesome wouldn't idea. think of that. Yeah. I would have never thought of that in the moment, no. but it it works. Yeah. When you analyze, you can think of that, but I don't think any of us. No, never in the moment do you. Do no, you like, let's just run. Yeah, If you took the time to sit and analyze, but you can't because you're yeah. so worried, like that five minutes is going to make all the difference. Yeah, it's different. So Aaron and Jocelyn make it there, and Zach and Rachel, uh, even even though they did not read their clothes, still <laughs> finished in sixth, followed by Jess and Britt. So Sherry, close, the three yeah. of them. Yeah, Sherry and Cole, and uh, they they were a big group together with yeah. Scott and Blair. And then there was the big finish with Darius and Cameron, Marty and Hagen, with Marty and Hagen going home because they decided to let their cab go and had to run two and a half miles. Very tough to watch. It was. It reminded me of me in Hong Kong when she was in the water. <laughs> I was like, girl, I know, I know. Okay. All right. James Earl, who gets the James Earl seal clap of the episode? I think the seal clap of the episode goes to Tyler and Corey for me at the detour. Like, they turned it out. Like, they just ran in there, and they came in fourth, left first, and, like, didn't skip a beat. 
I, I can't argue with that. I mean, uh, Corey's height played a very good advantage because if there was two people Tyler's size, they would not have gotten it done. <laughs> oh, my onesies. All right. You got your onesie on? Yeah. Diana, who gets the <laughs> – Diana, I'm going to put you in. Uh-oh. Um, this is going to Darius and Cameron because I don't know where they think they are. And I'm going to put you in check because that's not you. I know. I know, yeah, I okay. know you love that. <laughs> um, I just, it's like almost for them, not, it's like almost a slap in the face check. Like, wake up. Yeah, like, this is the amazing yeah. race. You need to be fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Like a check, 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 check. You need to be fighting every, every second that you have the opportunity to be on the race to stay ahead in the race and fight. So check. Sorry, boys. You're Darius and Cameron, my pick, is in check, and I can't even argue with it. I hear that our very own Krista has a, something that she wants oh, to yeah, incorporate. Oh, yeah, I'm excited for this. And it's uh, the Krista. What, go ahead and Oh, my God. I want to, since James Earl has a seal clap, I wanted to give a hair flip. <laughs> <laughs> and the hair flip is going to go to what? Someone, what does it represent? Someone what, who does it with fashion, um, with style? With, uh, no, it's just someone that just slays i hate saying that word so well. it's so it's old so last year <laughs> it's so dramatic with this scene um but it's going to tyler and corey because of how they Ooh. same thing how they blew through that detour and it reminded me of when ernest and jen were playing against the cousins in volleyball and they completely the cousins destroyed them and it reminded <laughs> me with Brody and kurt and it was like you can't underestimate the little people like just because you think someone's maybe a little bit smaller than you is not athletic as you just luck so. yeah. I, my super fan move of the episode probably went unnoticed by 99.9% of you but that's why i'm the super fan there was a moment on top of the cave, on top of the volcanoes, when people are grabbing the wrong color rocks, and they're not sure if that rock is the right one, if it's green, if it's an emerald. And one of them takes a, a walk on down the ladder, and the other one is Jocelyn. And Jocelyn is on top, and she's got her extra uh, notes from the clue, the extra notes, and she's looking through the extra notes to see if there's a color on there. I, you can tell that's what she's looking for because everybody's questioning it. Rather than take that long walk down and find out to, by the judge if she's right or wrong, she takes out the extra notes. And that's little things make all the difference because mm. that task was grueling and going Wait, back down and up would have been hard. You, do you know what happened? The reason why Dana didn't know it, what the emerald was was uh, she just by accidentally destroyed her extra notes in the mud. So she wasn't able to see. I read oh. that. She wasn't able to see the color. So that could be why, you know, she had to go back down. So, wow. Jocelyn gets my super fan move of the episode. All right. Wait, guys, wait. We didn't even talk about this. This is like a huge thing. Did anybody see that Bernie left the models a note at the... Oh, yeah. Yes. This was in bonus footage land. All right. Yeah, I got a couple, there's a couple amazing. things from bonus footage land. And one of them was... Bonus footage land should be a thing because this is like I love the bonus footage. Like, right. There it is. Bonus footage land will be right I'm after we finish land. recapping. We'll talk about some <laughs> I like the land. <laughs> <laughs> it's catchy, no? So, all right. Bonus footage. Bernie and and Ashley supposedly made a deal with the uh, Jess wow. and Brittany, the Instagram models, that they if they finished the roadblock before that the Instagram models got there, that they would leave uh, a clue 
on how to do things faster, like a tip on how to get it done faster. So they wrote down in a book, the exact same book that we brought on the race, by the way, which is awesome. Um, they ripped out a page. They left it right by the stairs that go oh, up to the, to the emeralds. Under the rock. Yeah. Under the rock. And they showed a second bonus footage of the, of the girls finding that. And I just thought that, hey, there's already some alliances going on here mm -hmm. from some teams. And one of the questions that I saw in the chat room was, do you think that people are going to start turning on each other at some point? And the answer is 100% yes. There's a million yes. dollars on the line. And when you start getting people closer. <laughs> yeah, get people a little more tired, a little more hungry, and they're going to start turning. Yeah, well, halfway through is when it starts. You're getting tired, you're getting anxious, you're getting antsy, people are getting on your nerves, and then everything changes. I don't care how close you are, how, you know, you may know each other before, but if you're a real competitor when it comes down to it, it's every and, man for himself. And I think another thing as well is when you start to see people winning stuff or you start to see stuff happening, you feel – I, at least for us, we felt that we knew our place in this race. We knew where we stood. We knew that, oh, this is how we would lose. This is how that we could win if we, if we just played our game. That's why everyone turns on you because everyone saw you winning everything, was like, hey, we need to stop this. They're winning everything. So that's what I think. It's just yeah, I'm scared of Tyler and Corey. That might happen with Tyler and Corey. If you look at See, them. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think it's going to. If you think with another, they're my number one next two. Yeah, I me too, but I don't think it's going to. I don't know. Second place in first place. I mean, that's. I know they're likable and they got the biggest following, and you don't want to mess with Tyler's fans because they'll come at you. But <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm gonna call it like I see it, and 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 if the, if that if they were on that race and they won, and they came in second, and they won this one, and they win the next two, let's say if they win the next two, there's no way this is gonna be like. Listen, we gotta get rid of these dudes. So you think that if somebody had the possibility of U-turn, um, someone's going to use the U-turn? Oh, I think in a heartbeat. Oh, I think people I, are going to definitely use the U-turn. I really hope so because a season without it is so... If Kurt and Brody are playing the game, if Kurt and Brody get to the board, they're going to U-turn. Oh, yeah, they'll, I could see them using it, yeah. And, and they're very aggressive, and Tyler and Corey are there to play the game as well. I could see him getting to the board and just saying, sorry, gone. So I could definitely see the music. Especially after the, the non-elimination thing. I was like, yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, thoughts of the episode, overall thoughts of the episode? I thought it was great. Yeah. I, mean, I loved it. I, I didn't know how it would be like after being on the race and doing it and then watching it the next season when it's not you. Mm-hmm. Um, but like all my friends and family are still watching it. They're into it. They're still talking to me about it, which is exciting. Uh, I, I, I'm really enjoying it. I love, I love the teams. I love my picks. They came in first, second and ninth. <laughs> I love, so the team, the I love that um, <laughs> Tyler and Corey came out on top and Kurt and Brody came out in second and that Scott and Blair were able to overcome a speed bump to yeah. uh, to stay in the race. I mean, that's, that's moved incredible. Up. So I was nervous last leg, and I was excited to, to have them fight and stay in. Yeah, and I, for, for this leg, I, I loved watching it, uh, the episode. It was, it was cool to see people mess up on tasks. Uh, like, it wasn't just a, hey, get there, and it's a certain amount of time, and you're just going to leave. Yeah, people pass people. There's a, it's a chance to mess up, a chance for people to pass people at, at both tasks, the detours and the roadblocks. I don't like when the detours are relatively that close to each other as they were, but I can understand it. Um, 
And no one switched, though, too. Yeah. remember hours, everybody was just switching. Oh, my gosh. Right. Everyone just yeah. up to it. That was kind of going to be like, I you normally don't know. like it, but because nobody switched, it didn't really. I think it goes back earlier where they. Um, I thought the episode was one of the better episodes that I've seen in a long time. So far, this season has really, really impressed me um, just because you have some really competitive people. And I thought the season was going to focus a lot on like, oh, we're Viners or we're YouTubers. And it doesn't. And I love it. So you have these people with great personalities that are able to get millions of followers on YouTube, but they're not shoving it down our throats. Right. And there's great challenges. There's battles for first, battles for last, and there hasn't been any roadblocks or detours that have just been like, meh. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a couple moments where you could say, hey, there's a couple people being loud or a couple being, you know, shrieky voices, things like that. that but you, you know what? Of, but that's people. That's not... Yeah, the thing is, no matter what, I feel like people are going to complain. Like, if you're loud, then people are going to say, like, you're so loud. And then if you're boring, people are going to be like, oh, you're so boring. If no matter what you do, there's always someone that's going to complain about it. So I just think that people need to give the season a chance by not watching it. It's, you can't not watch the show. It's just going to, you know, we, you, it needs the ratings. It's so silly just to give you it a chance. You call yourself a fan and then do something to hurt the show you're a fan of. That's a fan why. is a fanatic. You, you will do anything to, to and, help the show. And like the fun part for us is, is trying to extract something from each team that, that makes us identify with them in some way. Like, even if, okay, they're married, we're married. What if we run the race like them? Or they're really strategic. That's how we would race. Let's, well, you know, let's almost watch it through their eyes. But even teams aside, can't people appreciate the places and the things that they go to? It's just... Yeah, and for saying yeah. there's, that there's no diversity on the cast, you're kidding me. This kid's from oh, nine, 19 <laughs> years old to 60. There's black, Spanish, white, Asian. There's uh, people from the north, south, east, west. They're all over the country. Preach it, brother. It's just like any other season. So yeah. get over yourself. I mean, if you're mad at the season, you're mad because you, were, you, didn't, you weren't going to give it a chance anyway. Or if it's, they didn't it's, cast it's going them. really well so far. And from what I've heard from every producer and every person that I've spoke to without editing there was a race for first place and last place every leg of this season so that's so great really uh, looking forward to it who's going to be the next person eliminated Krista oh on the spot ah uh, only after oh, what wait, wait, I wait Krista I'm sorry Dana Dana's watching us from Moscow wow oh my god hey Dana hey Dana I'm glad that we're we're keeping you uh, you entertained in the airport. Oh my god, I had so much fun! I was watching your new dance in Belgium. So awesome! Oh. <laughs> I love her. I love me, them. Me and Diana are gonna do the money dance. We're gonna do the oh god, no? Dana, please teach them and me. <laughs> um, who do I think is gonna be eliminated? Who's next eliminated? Um, based off the last two episodes, it's just my gut, Darius and Cameron. Yeah, yeah. I just can't. I can't see them picking it up that much to get through the next leg. I just maybe. feel like maybe their hearts in it, but they're just showing it a different way. It's too laid back for me. They need some oomph, like a little yeah. fight. A lot of oomph. A lot of oomph and a little bit of fight. Everything. Super fan James Earl, with that eye of yours, who do you see going home? With my that with that eye of mine, here's who I think is going home. So if you've looked for next week's episode, like the info on the TV, they are staying in Colombia. 
And I'm pretty yeah, sure they're saying Cartagena, Cartagena. 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 So, Darius and Cameron are already at the back of the pack, and I think they're at the back of the pack by far. When a team starts that far back and it's in like the same, even con- or like same country, it is hard to make up time. Like no matter how good you are, it is hard to make up time. So I think even if they picked it up, it'd be hard for them to remain in the game. So Darius and Cameron are my pick for next out. Oh, Diana. I, I already said it, Darius, yeah. And that's ah, one of your... The saving grace for them? I, I Listen, they're my pick. Uh, they're you know they're my, one of my three picks, and I, I always believe in smarts. I, I believe that being intelligent is, is uh, an advantage in every aspect of life. Of course. But I also believe that having some sort of street smarts is necessary because you could be as book smart as you want, but life takes advantage of you, and I think that's what's going to happen here. Life, life is going to take advantage of them here, and they are going to fall behind. So I, I think I'm going to lose my team next week. Darius and Cameron are going home. I think it's a clean sweep across the board. Yeah, I feel bad for them. Like, that's so horrible. We're all like, they're going home. All right. Someone must go home, and all of us were eliminated at some point. So I think I know. we can go. <sighs> I know. We're allowed to say it, right? We all had it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Before so we get weird. out, do you guys see any questions online, or have you guys seen any questions that you guys want answered or think should be answered on our show? I've been keeping an eye on it, and I haven't seen much. I think we try to answer things along the way. Like I said, if you're not watching this season, you need to be watching this season because it is a great one. And Give I have it to admit, time. it's it's better than ours was at the beginning. And I, you know, I hate to say that because I want to be like, no, ours was the best yeah. ever. But season 28 is killing it. The racers are are really good. I agree. I am very entertained. Um, on a side note, Chris, the Justin's dad and stepmom are watching, and. Uh, they said that they hope to see you on here again. They they're oh, from they're from West Point. They live up oh, in West Point, so they're New Yorkers. So they love having you on. Yes, remember when you met my mom? Yes, yes. I want to talk more. Maybe we'll have your mom on. Oh God. <laughs> All right, so before we head out, we want to make sure you go subscribe to Keeping Up with Criffany. Tell everybody what's going on with you, Krista. Yeah, so me and Tiffany, now we have our own page. We have our own YouTube. We're teaching master classes um, throughout the U.S. We just finished off one in New York. So subscribe to Keeping Up with Criffany. Um, you could like our fan page and see what we're up to. Come dance with us. Diana, I want you to come. When are you coming to Philly? I'm not a dancer, but I'll I'll try. She's not a dancer. I'm like, this girl did the tango upside down. I know. Like, stop, stop. So what did you, James Earl? Okay. (laughs) And uh, uh, also, before we go, I just want to give a quick shout out to Logan Saunders, who does the Yat and Cash podcast. He also oh yeah, that was he also uh, does a blog, and he's very sarcastic, and he has a dry sense of humor, and he is a little more edgy than the other shows or recappers. But uh, they have a good. He has a good heart, and he he really he means does. well. And I just wanted to let I, I know that. Listen, you can't uncork something that's already been open or whatever however the term goes the bottle but he has a good heart and he's a fan of the race and he's one of the good people that i think would want his, to see the race continue. his blog sticks up for us racers like in a backwards uh sarcastic this is what i'm gonna rebut as the commenter 
Yeah, he um, like makes fun of us, but then sticks up for us. But I yeah, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> and that kind of should have st- stuck up for him more, I think, publicly because he was very good to us last year when a lot of people were coming at our throat. So, uh, just wanted to put that out there. So, thank each and every one of you uh, for watching us. All of our social media is down below. We would love you to follow along. Uh, there's a Patreon link down there as well. If you want to support the cause, we'd love some of that. Uh, anything you guys want to plug before we head out, James Earl? I just am doing like dance master classes, so I have nothing to plug. I'm gonna plug your like hospital. Yeah, you teach you like first aid. You teach you like first aid classes. Daniel does so much. I'll like call him and he'll be working till like six a.m. in the morning. But you you plug away. You do a lot. Okay, (laughs) my dancing doesn't compare to saving lives. All right, so we really appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for taking time out of your busy day to spend it with us. And if you really want to help out, click that like button. The little thumbs up helps out. The little subscribe button helps out. Sharing is caring. Just takes a couple little clickety clicks, no money. Krista, what's your social media? At Krista Kimberly. And my Instagram is at Krista underscore Kimberly. It's pretty easy. (laughs) All right, there you go. Wow, you made it all the way through the podcast. If you want to continue to support the Races Recap, please check us out at racesrecap.com.